can we talk about how um hold on let me the way your voice is cracked i know that's we... uh, <laughs> relax i'm about to rewrite it <laughs> no but really like can we talk about how january is basically over no that shit flew by like what's today today is the 24th have you done any of your resolutions <laughs> So I will say, usually I am that person that like writes out their resolutions. This year, I did not do that. Like me and my sisters talked in a little group circle and told each other what one of our resolutions was. But otherwise, like, I don't know. This year, I just am not in a resolution mood. I keep lying to myself saying, oh, you didn't start January 1st because it's not realistic. You're waiting. Mm, yeah, we'll be I'll waiting be the same next way. month. I'm lucky the same way. Like, I can't start on the third, you know, or I can't start on the sixth because it's not going to be a full month. Like, I got to start on the first. But I think that's just me psyching myself out. But I mean, I, I actually wrote down all my resolutions this year in my agenda book. Shout out to Zane for the agenda book. Um, You're welcome. And I think I, I touched some of them. The only one I haven't really been touching is the gym. The gym saw me once this month. Look, I'm telling myself, um, I will start the first week of February. We're going to try again. It's all right. We got time. But yeah, like in our last episode, uh, if you listened, which you should have, if you didn't listen, go back and listen. Basically, my favorite episode to date. Honestly, I think it's a lot of people's favorite episode to date. We have to have Jet and Nana on. Shout out to Jet and Nana. Yeah, we do. But in our last episode, um, we just talked about whether or not men should be the ones shooting their shots and making the moves. But this week, mm-hmm. honestly, everybody's in the hot seat, okay? When it comes to trying to find somebody to pursue, we all do this thing where we low-key look for people's potential. Yes. And this is something that, honestly, we really do need to sit down and talk about because it's, I feel like, one of the biggest reasons why a lot of people's relationships end up failing because you're falling for potential and not necessarily the face value of the person. I agree. I mean, I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna be a hypocrite. I have done that plenty of times. I am definitely a girl. I don't know if anyone is like me, but I live in the future. So I'm like, you know, if they just tweak this one little thing, we would be so good. You know, hopefully this does work out where this person actually does become this type of guy or does be in this career and then we could both be rich together. I'd be falling in love with potential. I ain't gonna lie. But I've, I definitely want to snap out it for 2022. Like, I want to see the person for who they are, where they are at in life in that moment and not who they said they're gonna be and actually who they are in front of me. Because for example, like if you date a guy, he's like, yeah, I wanna be a producer, but you don't see him producing shit, like face value. So I do feel like there's a certain extent to which it is appropriate to kind of like rely on the potential someone has. You know, like mm-hmm. when you're looking to date somebody, especially cause we're in our mid, oh, that sounds scary to say girl. Gross. Uh. Because we're in our 20s and we're young and youthful, um, (laughs) you have to, like, we're getting to a point essentially where we actually do have to kind of, like, start considering, okay, like, what type of life do I want for my future husband or what type of person do I see, like, my future husband being, my future baby daddy being, you know? But no, I think about it. Like, if if you say, oh, like, say you're dating a guy, he's like, yeah, I want to, I want to be like P. Diddy. I want to produce all this good music, da, 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 da. But every time you see him, he's watching TV and potato chips and not making an effort to be who he wants to be. <laughs> you know, wasted my time. But like you said, like, at one point, is it being an asshole? So you don't have like an Easton Lawrence situation? 
So I feel like if you're looking at the potential somebody has in terms of like looks. Oh. I feel like. Talking about their face. (laughs) The real face value. (laughs) So I feel like when it comes to looks, there's definitely a good way and a bad way to look at potential. So I know that some girls will literally look at a guy and be like, okay, honestly, if he just dressed a little better, like he would, he would be that dude. Mm-hmm. I, I feel agree. like if you look at it in the sense that okay like this is his type of style he just I like the things he has he just needs to put them together differently versus like oh nah this nigga needs like a whole brand new wardrobe like yeah, I feel like no drip. yeah I feel like there's a difference in that because now you're not even like looking at who he is because your style does say a lot about your personality like you clearly don't like that part about him like and I feel like sometimes people will think that it is something small but mm-hmm. those small things are what makes up that person as a whole. I agree. And the thing is, it's like, even though you would want to change a person to what you would like, that would no longer be that person. I've been in situations where I've dated people and they're like, oh, like you like this type of haircut or you like this type of outfit. I'm just like, at the end of the day, I want to date you. I don't want to, you're not my Ken doll. And I think a lot of people need to see that for themselves like what they like to dress themselves how they like to carry themselves that's who they really are it's like you could come in and give them a little pointer like oh you know i would love it if you had like this type of hairstyle have you tried this type of hairstyle or have you tried this type of clothes instead but once you're doing this whole switcheroo like a um, kanye to kim that could go really left field easily because then that person is no longer going to feel like who they naturally are or feel really uncomfortable I agree. So that makes me wonder, is there a right and wrong way to like base somebody off of their potential? And I feel like there, there definitely could be, you know, um, in terms of like looking at their, like we just talked about how they dress, like physical traits versus personality traits. So I feel like a lot of people now they say they know what their love language is, but they don't actually pay attention to other people's love languages. And if that person actually can fulfill giving off, or fulfilling what your love language is so for me for example like everybody likes a romantic guy they'll meet a dude who from the get-go says that they're not romantic they're not into all the lovey-dovey shit if you want somebody to carve pumpkins with they're not the person for you and you still Mm -hmm. think in your head like no we're gonna get to a point where he loves me enough to do this for me because he loves me (laughs) i'm cracking up but no yeah i agree love language is definitely something that you have to pay attention to because you're gonna have a lot of arguments over it especially if you're dating someone that likes to have quality time with you and you're the type of person like no i'm a loner i'm an only child i'm cool being alone yeah you're gonna have problems you're gonna clash or even if little things like say you're a guy that likes words of affirmation but your girl doesn't know that and you don't communicate like you know i like when you tell me i look good i like when you say you know whatever you know saying you're gonna have problems if your love languages aren't put out on the table from the jump and it's honestly an easier conversation i feel like a lot of people would have less problems if they just said the conversation had it in a conversation right away like hey i like when you do acts of service okay cool well i like when we spend time together because some guys will be ended up buying these girls a whole bunch of things and gifts is not even her love language she's like okay cool thanks for the gift but i wanted to hang out yeah, that's that's actually very true. I actually found myself in a situation like that before. Like, I I feel like it's hard with that too, though, because I'm not going to lie. Like, I've only really been in one relationship that I would consider like a legit relationship. And I feel like I didn't realize 
what I wanted out of him until I was already at the point where I was over it because I wasn't mm-hmm. getting that. Yeah. So I feel like if you haven't had those experiences to kind of know exactly like what you want to be shown, then it is hard. Not only for you to judge whether or not that they can reach this potential and this standard that you set for them. Um, and also like for them, because I'm, I'm not going to lie. It would be very frustrating if like you're trying, like you said, you're buying your girl, you're buying your guy, all this stuff. And they're not being receptive to it. Like it, it definitely can get frustrating. But I feel like a lot of this kind of starts from home. Like how you were raised and like how you saw your parents interact. And I feel like that's where your love languages kind of start forming. Okay. Because, for example, like if some daughters have, they've seen their dad constantly, I don't know, be super romantic and do romantic gestures for their mom. When they start dating, they're going to expect similar a similar treatment from the guys that they are dating as well in their relationships. So if a guy is coming from a home that he has never seen stuff like that and God forbid he's just listening to trap music all damn day and this fuck bitches get money, bitch, you're not getting anything. <laughs> you're you ain't getting no roses. You ain't getting no fu- you're not getting nothing, girl. Like, so if you sit there like, oh, maybe one day, like you'll just keep retweeting or posting flowers on your story. Maybe one day he'll get me some roses. He's over here like, yeah, girl, whatever. Um, when you coming over so I can do what I gotta do. Like, I don't know. But and the problem with that is it's like because of the home influences some guys or some girls it could be a vice versa situation they could end up looking at the other person like oh she's too high maintenance or he's too high maintenance but y'all never discussed your love languages and you never discussed okay this is what i'm used to and this is what i'm used to seeing yeah i definitely agree i definitely think that um your parents do have a lot to do with essentially what you go looking for out in this world when it comes to love you know like Mm -hmm. I know you said the thing about like daughters who are raising their fathers doing things I think men also kind of become influenced by what they see in the house like guys who were raised just by their moms I feel like they end up looking more for like a motherly figure and Mm -hmm. if you can find it yes it's awesome but then I feel like that does lead them kind of into trouble too in terms of thinking like oh this girl can't do shit for me like Okay, I'm a diehard, like, Married at First Sight fan. If you watch that show, then you know what I'm talking about. But basically, there's this dude on there that basically was just saying all this stuff about, like, if the woman can't cook, she's not a wife. Like, she can't be my wife. I'm not going to lie. I got very pissed off by that statement. But trying to see it from their perspective, if you did grow up in a home where you've seen a motherly figure doing that, you've seen a wife doing that, then, yeah, I guess that is something that you could expect from somebody. But... If you find a female that you, yeah, I did it. I said female. If you find a girl, (laughs) (laughs) honestly, that's how dudes be talking though. (laughs) If you find a woman who from the jump let you know she's honestly not the best cook or let's say she doesn't like to cook and Mm -hmm. you are over here looking at her for the potential, she could be like, oh, she's a really great person. Our personalities vibe. Like she's funny. She's beautiful. All this stuff. I think she could learn to cook. You You thinking that on your own (laughs) without even asking her if she would like to learn to cook when you become frustrated because she's not making you home meals and you're getting freaking banquet meals and DiGiorno pizzas for dinner every night. Not banquet meals. (laughs) Damn. Yes. Microwavable TV dinners. Mm -mm, Divorce. (laughs) 
Like, I'm a crackhead for that. I don't even know how I just got to that. But either way. I don't know, but bank definitely the way, a low blow. <laughs> definitely the way you grow up does influence the way that you kind of see love and also show love. Like, I'm not going to lie. I grew up in a single mother household. And the way I am today, I'm not going to say I go around yelling niggas ain't shit. But I have right. realized that dudes are kind of useless. You know, like, mm-hmm. if you have everything going for yourself, you know, maybe a dude is not that necessary. That's the way I look at it, but that's also based off of how I grew up. Yeah, I totally understand. I will say this, though. If you're a guy out there making it a requirement for your girl to cook, you better know how to fix a toilet. You better know how to change a tower. You better know how to build a house. Okay? That's all I have to say. We're not even going to get in deep into it today. Look, I just want (laughs) to know, how are you eating prior to you meeting me? Okay, Okay. Okay. All right. Because clearly you was all right. You was surviving. You were surviving. But anyway, but no, like we just said, home influences. Once again, we got to bring it up again. Social media is a big influence in the way. This is like a a staple at this point. It's a big way. There's some people that will sit there and compare their relationship to like Deere and Ken or like Sierra and Russell or Future and whoever the hell he's dating. As toxic as Future is, he's still out here whining and dining, okay? Because them girls be having, they can't even see the floor. It's all roses, okay? How, how, let's talk about that. How y'all always take the toxic parts of Future and everything he says, but y'all don't take the romantic side? You know, you can't pick and choose to follow when you want to follow your president. That's all I have to say. No, but, I'm it's more toxicity than romance. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> but no, like people will sit there and really compare their relationships to other people on social media. Like, oh, no one filled up a room, a hotel room with roses for me. Like, why aren't you doing that? Like, and then hoping that your guy turns into that or like hoping the potential of him turning into that. Like, that's a problem. Yeah, I definitely feel like we subconsciously like compare our own relationships with what's on social media. And I mean, I feel like sometimes that could be a good thing and sometimes it could be a bad thing. It just depends on who you're comparing yourself to and who you're allowing, I feel like, to have the most like impact on you. A lot of guys will sit here and be like, oh, like I want a natural girl. Like she got to look like this. But then you're out here liking pictures of girls with BBLs and at least five other surgeries. And then wanting to put that same feeling on the person that you're possibly dating with a natural body and not Khloe Kardashian money. Like, that's another problem. The thing with that, I feel like it's not even that they're just liking the pictures. I mean, girls do it too, but sometimes they do say things in a way where they do kind of try to like mold you into that image of like, what is BBL fashion today? Like everybody, or so they say, everybody wants a girl that's shaped like Chloe or everybody wants a girl that's shaped like Jordan Woods. Right. But you got with a girl who's a size zero. Or just Spongebob. I feel like if you choose a person like that, like if you know deep down in your heart that you want somebody who has a BBL body, like you shouldn't be looking for somebody who's not that unless you're completely 100% okay with that. Like, Cause that's messed up. Like, I feel like if you have your girl in a relationship feeling insecure about stuff Mm -hmm. that they shouldn't feel insecure about, it's not even insecurities because they themselves don't like it, but because they think that you don't like it. Like that's an issue. Have you ever seen one of those episodes of like, I forgot botched or something. I love botched. (laughs) 
there was one episode this girl came on there she was like yeah like my husband like he loved when i had big like if i had really big boobs so i kept getting my boobs done oh my god i know that i know the couple you're talking about she had two watermelons sitting on her chest like why couldn't you if if you wanted a woman with two that looked like an orangutan with two watermelons on her chest <laughs> then you should have went out there and go do that why you come do that to that lady that felt perfectly fine in her skin with her you know possibly double d's or even c cups now you got her with back problems like let's not do that that's just not okay nah. like it's just situations like that that break my heart that couple is wild <laughs> But speaking of lovers, though, past lovers and past experiences is something that we are definitely easily influenced by when you're moving on to another person. Because at the end of the day, no matter how much you want to get over the past guy or the past girl that you were with, you, there's still little things that you're like, damn, like my new person doesn't do it like them. It's not that you necessarily miss your ex or miss the person before, but you think about like, oh. <laughs> but That's a motherfucking lie. <laughs> but you think about it damn like you know he used to have like the freshest kicks or he used to have this or like he used to talk to me this way or just he knew my love language do you ever feel like you've ever tried to fix or align the person you're currently dating to be like the person of your past i personally have not but i know that it is a thing like people do a lot of times be like damn if only his hair looked like blank or damn if only he used to do what Blake used to do. And I feel like in a way you could say that that's just related to your type. Mm-hmm. But to a certain extent, nah, nigga, you comparing and trying to make your new person into your old person, which is a problem. Especially if you're dating, say like you're like, okay, this time when I move on, I'm not going to date my type. So then when you don't date your type and you date somebody completely opposite from what you normally like, it's easier to compare your past lovers and your past experience. Because you're like, damn, his waves was all swim. That's right. Okay. And your waves is on, I don't know, drown. <laughs> like, I know when there's more differences, it makes sense. You're going to be able, they're going to stick out like a sore thumb. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, also, do you feel like that we date or do you feel like you date zane a certain type of person because it reminds you of someone else cute usher you remind me of a girl did you really just read that that's cute usher (laughs) 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 Uh, you're annoying so in my situation no i haven't dated somebody or tried to date somebody because it reminded me of somebody if anything i try to avoid certain types of people now because it reminds me of somebody i don't know personally like the way i I think i think this makes a difference too like the way i look at relationships i have never looked at relationships as like oh i just wasted like however much time in my life like i feel like in every relationship whether it ends good or bad like you took something from it you learned something from it so for me uh-huh. i take whatever the hell you had that really bugged me and annoyed me and i realize okay yeah that's a red flag stay the fuck away from that you know okay yeah i mean i ain't gonna lie and say i never did that because i've dated someone that i saw like the positive characteristics in a past guy i dated i'm like oh he did that too i used to like it so yeah we good to go <laughs> did it end well no clearly i'm still single but i ain't gonna lie i did that yeah i think for me it's just like instead of looking at it as um what do i wish my new guy could have that he doesn't have now i look at it as do they not have what insert nigga's name here had you know mm-hmm. do they have a home are they a leech small things like that you know 
you have now updated my checklist for things that I now need to look for as a standard because what the hell? I understand because, you know, moving forward, you, no one wants a hobosexual. Hobosexuals are very real. Um, and they're outside. Uh, <laughs> it's cold outside. They're looking for somewhere to come in. What do you think are some of the main dangers of falling in love with potential? Honestly, I feel like one of the biggest dangers of falling in love with somebody's potential is the fact that there's going to be resentment from it. Like, it's not fair to you and it's not fair to that other person. And whether you think it's something small that, oh, if they just change this one little thing, like that small thing is going to begin to snowball into other stuff. And you're going to find yourself really not liking them as a person, not necessarily because whatever it is that they're doing is wrong, but because you just couldn't. You, you just couldn't stick with reality. You wanted to live in la-la land and imagine this perfect world of what could have been instead of what actually is right in front of you. Facts. And realistically, you knew from a long time you didn't like this in this person, but you were just hoping that it would change. It could even end up messing with like you being attracted to this person. And now you're stuck in a situation where you're just like, bro. Yeah, it's it, it being stuck in a situation like that actually really sucks too because it's just like... You don't want to be wrong because at the end of the day, it is you who set those expectations and thought, oh, like this could be whatever. I don't know. I'm very stubborn and I just don't like being wrong in general because I just feel like, you know, as a Virgo, we're always right anyways. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> I had to say that purposely because of you and Nana. But, um... I'm a Virgo. As a Virgo? As a Virgo. But no, it's it's like super infuriating when you think like, oh, you should be able to get to this level and you just never like reach it. Like, because now it's mm-hmm. a matter of like, are my standards too high? Like, did I expect too much? And sometimes, mm-hmm. yes, you did expect too much. If you thought that he had the potential to be a producer, but he don't even know how to use any, <laughs> any production software, you know, that you can blame yourself for. Okay. You got to blame yourself. Like, he didn't even try to upload something to SoundCloud. Dude, not even SoundCloud, my guy. <laughs> like, nah, nah. Like, that's not a producer. That's not a... He... No, I don't know what that is, but <laughs> he's not producing shit. I don't know. Like, what are some ways to try to, like, avoid falling in love with potential? Because, honestly, I feel like it's a very easy thing to do. Like, sometimes you don't even notice yourself thinking, oh, this is what I like about him or, or this is what I like about her. And that thing actually is not even emotion yet. So for me, you just have to see the person for who they are. And like, without giving them any direction, for example, like, instead of you reminding this person, like, oh, like, you remember you were going to do this for me? Mm. Or remember, like, we were going to go here for Valentine's Day? Like, see them for who they are. See if they actually want to plan something for Valentine's Day. See if they actually want to take you out to dinner. Because if you're just like, giving them breadcrumbs and stuff like that and they're like not even doing it from their heart and that wasn't even their pure intention you're not you're just sitting there falling in love with potential or trying to be a mrs fixer-upper or mr fixer-upper and trying to make them the way that you want them to be also you need to get rid of the idea that the person is a project they are not a project they are a person they are solidified in their character since about the age of at least 10 years old that is who they are. It is not your job to change anyone. And if you're getting no from someone, that means you're talking to the wrong person, beloved. See, that's that's honestly what happens when you start talking to people because you're bored and not actually because you're looking for love. Mm-hmm. Boredom will find you looking for a goddamn project, man. 
also try to stop playing out future scenarios in your head. I don't know about y'all, but I am a visionary. Okay, like I do. I be in La La Land. Okay, I be daydreaming. A visionary or an imaginer? I'm both, bitch. What? So I will say this for myself as well. Like I struggle. I'll be. I'll be in the shower just thinking about oh my god like this would be so amazing if i could just do this and i definitely had to cut that out myself because that's not reality like our thoughts aren't real our feelings sometimes aren't even real you know like that's why they say you can't just listen to your emotions all the time and just act off emotion because those things are aren't real and they probably won't even ever happen i feel like for one um people need to stop giving other people the benefit of the doubt because i feel like that's when you start letting this idea of potential really take over Mm -hmm. you know like like you were saying about um having to give people cues if you have to sit there and say oh maybe it's because they were busy at work they just forgot to say something or maybe Mm -hmm. maybe they just didn't have time to plan whatever no Stop giving them no. the benefit of the doubt. They ain't want to do that shit. I'm telling you they right now, it. if I don't want to answer your phone call, I'm not going to answer your phone call. I will watch it ring, okay? Like, <laughs> stop making excuses for me. I wasn't asleep. <laughs> right. And like, we are in a day and age where everyone is, everybody checks their phone at least a couple everybody. times. Everybody. Look, everybody. Nobody, nobody is that busy. I don't, I don't care what people say. Okay, maybe if you're the president. Or you like the CEO of a company or something. But majority of us in our early 20s, mid-20s are not that busy and not busy enough for you to be making excuses for. If they really want to do it, they would find a way to do it. And I feel like that also just goes into like letting go of this idea of a perfect person, okay? Bro, God himself is not even perfect. So stop. The person that we created in our mind of who we want to be with, granted, yes, at the beginning of this podcast, we said like, have an idea who you want to be your baby daddy and your baby mama have an idea who you want to be your husband like the qualities but at the same time you have to understand that not everybody's going to have every single thing on that list and quite frankly having a list i think i learned that in 2021 having a list is kind of pointless because you will meet someone with every single thing on that list and you still won't vibe with them but you might meet someone that has three or four things on your list out of the 10 things on your list and you're like you know what I can make this work. So rip up that list and get rid of the idea of a perfect person that's in your brain. No, I completely agree. Unless your um list is very inclusive, which it probably is fucking not. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're not a perfect person either. Who like what what do you think is that's who? If, like, come on, you're not Wait, a perfect person either. I'm we joking, all have we all <laughs> we all have things that is just like if we tweaked it a little bit better, you know, maybe we'll be a little bit more perfect. In reality, we are all not perfect, so we cannot expect perfection out of other people. Oh, it's very, very valid. I feel like in our generation, this, honestly, this plays a huge, like, part in, I don't know, I guess why people are not as in love as they used to be. Like, I feel like a lot of times we're just falling for people's potential and then realizing halfway through, this is not what the fuck I signed up for. I need to get the fuck up out of here. It's also because people in our generation, I feel like maybe generations did it before, but niggas be rushing into relationships for no damn reason. Like, actually take time to get to know the person before you go jump in a relationship and try to fix everything, fix every little thing about them. Facts. It wasn't broken to to begin with. with. It was not broken. You just ain't find it yet. Yeah, so no more playing Mr. Fixer Upper. Personally, 
I think it just takes a lot of energy out of you anyway. So girl, relax, chill out. Man, sir, if you was looking for somebody to fix it to your housewife, give it up, okay? And girls, quit thinking that you could be able to change that man. He is who he is. Move on, find a new one, okay? Well, one man won't, another man will. Next caller. Mm-hmm. 